Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns N' Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal Double G. Hi, this is John Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyonce. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat is off the chain, man. Ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. All right, once again, welcome to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And we are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill and Go Jump and Slide Inflatables. Welcome to the show, episode 380 on this May 24th, 2022. I'm really excited about this Memorial Day weekend Oh, it's just going to be amazing. I got a couple of days off of work. I've got the guests lined up this week and next week. We have got a great show. I'm going to have Antoine Prather on the show. He is a host of a podcast called Tailgate Talk, and he's pretty much a media guy in LaGrange. We're going to talk everything about LaGrange College Panthers. We're going to preview a little bit about the high schools in LaGrange. It's really, it's been a, a LaGrange show. I'm going to have the head coach of the LaGrange Grangers high school baseball team, Donnie Branch, on the show Friday. So this is basically what the guests look like this week. I had Rob Frazier on yesterday. I'm going to have Antoine Prather on today. Tomorrow I have Brad Page. On Thursday I will have Sports Vision's host, Thrift Barringer. And uh, that was just an exciting moment as I watched the episode of Sports Visions yesterday on 92.1. Flavor FM and on Facebook, and he had Zach DeBozard as his co-host. Let me tell you something: Zach needs to be doing that full time. He is great at being a sports talk show host. I know back in the day he had his show on Mondays, and he's got a very busy schedule at Ignite Sports. But he is a star. If he's not already a star in Columbus, he is versatile. Not just a hockey and baseball announcer, but he can talk sports with the best of them. And that was just a great, great chemistry between him and Thrift as he was filling in for DJ Jones as he was on vacation. And they had Jack Patterson as their first guest. What a moment for me. I kind of got a little tear-eyed when I was watching the broadcast on Facebook. I've had Zach and Jack on my show, and I'm about to have Thrift on the show. I just made a comment to Thrift, and I think that was a very cool moment for me. And another cool moment... Next week, I'm going to have sideline pass reporter and reporter for the LaGrange Daily News, Kevin Eckleberry, as we are going to talk everything LaGrange, Troop County, athletics in the city of LaGrange. I work in LaGrange. I'm from Columbus, but I try to cover the Chattahoochee Valley as much as I can. So Kevin Eckleberry will join me next week. And then I will have Columbus Rapids defender Brittany Conway just trying to catch up with her, seeing what's going on in the offseason, looking forward to the 2023 Columbus Rapids season, which should start a little bit earlier. We might see Rapids games before Christmas. I cannot wait until that schedule comes out. Before I get Antoine on the show, let's go ahead and get started with the headline news of the day. Not a good day for the Braves last night as Tucker Davidson got shelled and the Philadelphia Phillies. The bats just came alive and the Phillies defeated the Atlanta Braves 7-3. 
The Atlanta Braves now fall into third place, 19-23. They will take on the Phillies later today. On the mound for the Bravos is going to be Max Freed going up against Kyle Gibson. The Braves have got a home stretch. And if you're not doing anything this Memorial Day weekend, I mean, they have a very good slate of games at Truett's Park, including this four-game series against the Phillies that's going on right now. And then they will take on the Miami Marlins. Braves fans, if Jorge Soler comes up to bat, cheer for him, please. He is the catalyst and one of the reasons why the Braves won the World Series. And by the way, his home run still hasn't landed yet. NBA playoffs last night, the Boston Celtics, as I projected, they beat the Miami Heat 102-82. to The Heat were playing without Jimmy Butler. I believe the Celtics have controlled this series and they will represent the Eastern Conference in the NBA Finals, which means... I know it's early, but I believe it's going to be the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics in the NBA Finals. This is the NBA Finals that I want because you have a historic team in the Boston Celtics that has 17 championships going up against the dynasty, the Golden State Warriors that have won three titles in the last seven years since 2015. And if the Warriors reach the NBA Finals, it will be their sixth Finals appearance in eight years. I don't really count the year where they had the injuries and they didn't even get invited to play in the bubble. They were just decimated by injuries. Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, both their stars out that season. Draymond Green playing half a season. If you look at the Warriors 2020 season, they had a lot of nobodies on that team. They were able to get James Wiseman, the number two overall pick in the 2020 draft, and he's not even playing for the Warriors. Think about that one. When I think of the Golden State Warriors, I think of a team that it doesn't matter who their superstar is. They're getting Andrew Wiggins, the number one overall draft pick from 2014, and he is their third option. Andrew Wiggins has all the talent in the world, and they're able to utilize him, and plus with bench players and Jordan Poole just coming out of nowhere and just being a role player. Jonathan Kuminga, he was drafted 7th in last year's NBA draft. He's stepping up in a big role. So I believe it's going to be the Warriors and the Celtics in the NBA Finals. NHL playoffs, the Tampa Bay Lightning sweep the Florida Panthers, winners of the President's Cup, and the Tampa Bay Lightning still are alive to possibly win their third straight Stanley Cup. As they progress further into the playoffs, experience is going to matter for these NHL teams. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe it's going to be Tampa Bay and Colorado in the Stanley Cup Finals, and I think that Colorado should win, but Tampa Bay has that championship pedigree that just continues every time they win a series. Oh, we've had such a busy week. I can't wait to talk to Antoine today and talk about the LaGrange College Panthers, which punched their ticket to the Super Regional. They're actually going to host the Super Regional. Game one is going to be this Friday at noon as they will take on Chapman University. Being from California, I know exactly where Chapman University is. Good luck to the LaGrange College Panthers in the Super Regional. They're hosting the Super Regional for the first time in school history as they have advanced. And uh, expect to see a lot of fans out at Cleveland Field at Williamson Stadium. 
they had over 600 fans in attendance against Centenary in the regionals last weekend. And then Columbus State, they're in the Super Regionals as well. As they are two wins away from the D2 College World Series, they will take on the number one team in the nation, North Greenville. And if they can get by North Greenville, I think that their path gets a little bit clearer. Hey, my alma mater, Freed Hardman University and the Lady Lions, their softball team is going to play game one of the 8AIA World Series in Columbus, Georgia. Mobile, Alabama is the overall number one seed. Oklahoma City is the number two seed. Freed Harmon University is the number three seed. It's a double elimination tournament. We have 10 teams playing at the South Common Softball Complex starting on Thursday. That is going to be a very busy Memorial Day weekend at the Columbus Civic Center as the Columbus Chattahoots are playing in an exhibition game against the Chakalaka Monsters, which just signed a player from Freed Harbin University. I'm definitely going to talk about that uh, when I get on the show you got the Columbus Lions that's going to take on the Albany Empire. Albany got a big victory over Jacksonville, and they are 3-1 and one on the season. Don't forget I have my coach's show with head coach Jason Gibson on Thursdays on CTV Beam. It's called Roar Time. If you want to get the highlights and break down the games and preview the upcoming games in the National Arena League, that is the show to watch. Without further ado, it's time to bring Antoine Prather on the show. I cannot wait to talk to this guy as we are going to talk everything LaGrange College sports, anything LaGrange related. And it's been a very busy last couple of weeks up in Troop County. So back with Antoine. Welcome back to the show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key. And we are brought to you by Go Jump and Slide Inflatables and Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill. On the show today is the host of Tailgate Talk podcast, Antoine Prather, a local Troop County resident. I'm just lucky to have him on the show as LaGrange Sports has had such a busy past couple of weeks. Antoine, welcome to the show. Thank you, Richard, for having me. All right, let's talk LaGrange baseball, because they reached the Super Regionals for the first time in school history. In fact, they're hosting the Super Regionals this weekend against 17th-ranked Chapman University, which is out of Orange, California, as they are two wins away from reaching the D3 College World Series. Antoine, you've been covering this team all season. How excited are you that the Panthers are two wins away from the College World Series. Richard, all year long, this group right here, this is a special group, understanding that there's a few of them that are fifth-year guys, got in their COVID year, so, and then we got the mystery of a young nucleus also. So this this group is a very special group, um, and their goal coming into the season was get to Cedar Rapids, since that's where the College World Series hosted for Division Three and that's been a goal for them all year long. Coming into the year, they won four straight conference tournament championships. So they continue that run with their fifth straight this year. They're currently on the nine-game winning streak. They're doing it from the plate and also on the mound. So this team overall has just been able to do it on both sides, from the offensive side, from the plate, and also on the mound with the pitching. And they've had some outstanding pitching led by Bailey Coleman. Their leading batsman, Joe Ruth, 
He is a candidate for conference player of the year. And LaGrange has had so much resiliency, especially after taking on Centenary in the regionals. It was a best of three series. A huge crowd at Cleveland Field at Williamson Stadium, over 600 fans. Antoine, were you in attendance for that game? I was. So I was actually in the press box. Uh, not One of the lucky ones not having to deal with the heat out there. But uh, so, but no, it was. It was a great crowd. The community really, really came out this past weekend. So it was good to see that for the people in the outfield, to the people in the stands. And just talking about Bailey Coleman, I mean, he's been an anchor all year, which you would consider your Friday night guy. He's been a guy that you can definitely depend on. You put him out there and you're almost guaranteed to come out with the W. So this these last stretch of games since the postseason has really started, you know, He's been scratched a little longer as far as his pitch count, and he knows this is what you play for right here. And so his last couple of outings, he's really, really been locked in. And then speaking of Joel Roof, I mean, he was the conference player of the year in the, in the Conference USA South, and he is a candidate for being the player of the year as far as the country of all of these three baseball. He's currently He currently sits one hit away from leading the country in hits with 98 currently right now. So, I mean, Joe Ruth is having one of those seasons that you can just dream of right now as far as the numbers are concerned. And, Antoine, on a serious note, and I remember exactly where I was because I was in complete shock, the deaths of Stephen Bartolotta and Jacob Brown, two freshman pitchers, it was such a tragedy. Uh, just hours after they clinched their fifth USA South Conference title against North Carolina Wesleyan, they were tragically killed in a car crash. And when I read that, I was numb. I didn't know how I was going to start my podcast Monday morning. Uh, nobody wants to report on a tragedy. I think that the resilience that this team faced, honoring them and having a moment of silence, uh, I think it was really incredible in when they put their number 48 and number four jerseys on the pitcher's mound. I don't know what was going through your mind, Antoine, when you heard that. Prayers for the families. It's just a terrible tragedy. My first reaction when I heard that story, my first thought was, that this season is going to be canceled. I don't think that a team can overcome a tragedy like LaGrange College did, but they made a very tough decision to play out the rest of the season. What was going through your mind emotionally when you first heard about the accident? Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a shock more than anything. You know, there was no words to really express that. Earlier in the day, the Jubilee of winning another conference championship and then to hear the tragic news late into the night of what happened to not only the, the two baseball players from LaGrange, but also the other LaGrange native, Enrico Dunn, also. So, I mean, there was it was really tough time for the LaGrange college community, but the whole LaGrange community as a whole, because there were three families that lost three young men that had a lot, a lot of life to live. And over the last week has been very tough for the LaGrange College community, but also the LaGrange community as a whole. So it's just been good to see everyone come together during these tough times as a community. And we've been following LaGrange College all season. They have had just this incredible record. I mean, their record, I mean, they were just mowing down teams in the USA South. And as they have gotten as far as they have been in their school history, and they, of course, this Memorial Day weekend, if you're not doing anything, if you live in LaGrange, at 12 o'clock first pitch, 
as they will take on Chapman University in game one of the Super Regionals. It's a best of three series. They got to win two games to reach the College World Series for D3 in Cedar Rapids. I tell you, Antoine, I am excited. I work in LaGrange. I live in Columbus. But we also had a great story when it came to the Grangers of LaGrange High School Baseball as they made an incredible tournament run. I happened to be at one of the playoff games at the branch. I don't know if you've ever been to a baseball game at the branch. That place was packed. I know that WRBL, Jack Patterson, said it best that it seemed like half the city of LaGrange was at that baseball game. The Grangers fell to North Oconee up in Rome, Georgia, in the GHSAA 4A state championship. But what do you think about the Grangers and their impressive run in uh, the state playoffs? The LaGrange Art Grangers coached by Donnie Branch. I mean, they they definitely, I would say, excelled expectations coming into the year. Um, they, had a, they have a good young nucleus of players, but that senior class really led them. And... They went on the playoff run and they just kept going and kept going and kept going and didn't make it to the state championship. And you're just like, they're playing with house money, even though they were playing against a lot of people would say the Goliath of Georgia high school baseball in North Dakota, but they really went out there and competed. They didn't back down and they were three outs away in that first game from pulling off a three, a three, two win there in that first game there. So, I mean, you got to give, Tip your hats off to that LaGrange High baseball team because they gave it all they had all year long. And congratulate Coach Branch and coaching up those young guys. And I expect them to be back next year, you know, with the young group that's coming back, led by the Auburn commit of Trevor Bouton. I think they'll be back next year. So they got a good nucleus of pitchers and ball players over there at LaGrange High School. So I expect nothing more than them to be back in the midst next year. Oh, yeah, they have a future superstar in Caden Wood. You know, he's only 14 years old, a freshman, and he pitched in on the big stage. I saw him pitch very well against Heritage. I was actually at the game. Oh, that was just so electrifying. Michael Buchanan, who does the radio broadcast for the Grangers, he was in attendance. Uh, Kevin Eckleberry was there as well. I'm going to have him on the podcast next week. I tell you, Antoine, it is such a great time to be a sports fan in Troop County. We've got great baseball teams. Did you happen to catch Troop County and some of their miraculous comebacks, like the win over Benedictine and, you know, losing the first game and then coming back against Marist? Their season ended, however, against Benedictine in the third and final game, but Troop County's had a great year in baseball. Callaway's had a great year in baseball. I tell you, it's been a great time, and I can't wait till football season. I know that some of these teams have had their spring games as well, but you covering sports in Troop County, you've got some great teams here in the area that residents of LaGrange can just rally around, and it's just a great atmosphere. It's a great time to be a sports fan in Troop County right now. And speaking of the Troop County Tigers, we call them the Cardiac Kids because they had the, the walk-off to beat Marys, who were the defending 4A state champions. Game two, when they played Benedictine, they had a walk-off grand slam. Yeah, so it's just like when their season was on the line, they found a way to to win. So yeah, they they had a really good year. And then even Callaway had a very good year. Also, they made it to the quarterfinals again this year. Um, the team that they did lose to is playing for a state championship today in two way in Vidalia. So I mean, all three high schools had really good years in making deep playoff runs. So we just congratulate all of those student athletes. 
Antoine, I cannot wait until football season. Of course, LaGrange, Troop, and Callaway have all had their spring games. You got Callaway taking on Opelika. I love these border wars. Smith Station is taking on LaGrange. You know, I'm actually the play-by-play announcer for Russell County football. Our first game is against Harris County. I'm going to have to check out at least Troop County and Harris County on August the 19th. Troop County makes that trip down to Hamilton, Georgia. That's actually on the way home for me. And I just want to see some of these teams. Which matchup in week one? I know that that is that's three months away. So that weekend of August 19th, 20th, which matchup are you looking forward to the most with these three high schools in Troop County? Troop County against Harris County, Smith Station and LaGrange, or Callaway and Opelika? Or you could say all three. It's okay. And that's really what I was going to say there, Richard. All three of those are really intriguing matchups for different reasons. Um, I think the LaGrange-Smith Station one is intriguing in a, in a way of Smith Station being a 7A school over in Alabama, LaGrange, with their tradition being a 4A school. And those schools – if I can remember correctly, haven't played in a very long time. So being able to get that matchup on the schedule, I think that would be good for both communities. Uh, so that's that's intriguing. The Callaway Opelika, both programs are very short programs. Both make deep runs in the prospective classifications in football. And they've, they've battled these last few years. And more times than not, those games come down to the last few plays. So that one – in itself would be another good matchup. And then you talk about the Troop County, Harris County matchup, the Battle of the Tigers. I mean, it's always a toss-up when you get those two together. Um, so that one right there, that matchup will also be another intriguing matchup. I tell you what, whether it's a Thursday night or a Friday night, there is nothing sweeter than spending your Thursday or Friday night at Callaway Stadium to watch one of these incredible high school programs. I'm going to have to like take a look at the schedule and kind of swing by after work to catch a game. Although with the reclassification, LaGrange and Troop County are no longer going to play region games down in Columbus. They've changed the region a little bit. Stars Mill is now in their region, Whitewater, Riverdale. You're going to have more familiar teams from the Fayetteville area-ish and, you know, you've got, of course, the big game, November the 4th, Troop County and LaGrange. Of course, it's LaGrange at Troop County, but it's pretty much a home game for both teams at Callaway Stadium. That game right there probably brings the entire city of LaGrange to Callaway Stadium. Absolutely. I mean, as being a native of LaGrange, I remember myself being a part of that rivalry and just talking about my days of playing against the Troop Tigers, I mean, it's not, it's like no other. Uh, when you when you get those two teams together, the records don't matter. None, nothing matters at that point. You know, you just you want to be the other, the other team from across the town. So everybody in the community comes out for those games. It's always uh, an exciting time when Troop and LaGrange gets together. So, Antoine, just tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been covering sports in Troop County, and what is your most favorite part about covering sports? Um, I've been – so I've been covering – the sports here locally back in LaGrange for a little over two years now, but I'm what you call a historian. I, I know as far, especially when it comes to football, um, being grown up in this community, um, I understand, I understand what the high schools and those youth sports, what it means to this community. Uh, when you talk about football, I mean, LaGrange is at their historic program, second winniest high school football team in the state of Georgia. And 
when you have that in your backyard and then you also have programs like Troop and Callaway that have been really successful of late. I mean, you can't ask for a little small town like LaGrange. So just being able to advocate for these young student athletes and give them more coverage and via social media, that's more so what I enjoy. And that's kind of like me giving back to my community is just trying to give these kids more exposure. All right, Antoine. So I had to look it up, but you followed Tank Bigsby, right, when he was at Callaway, and now he's a running back for Auburn. He's coming back to Auburn. How exciting is that? That's awesome. Tank, he probably would say he didn't have the year he he wanted to have last year. So I know he's excited coming into his junior year to definitely uh, quiet the doubters and be able to have a big year on the plains for the Auburn Tigers. Um, And he's not the only local guy that we have down there. Um, There's actually officer lineman Keandre Jones, also officer lineman Tate Johnson. So all three of those guys played at Callaway High School. That pipeline from LaGrange to Auburn has been going on for quite some time, and they were just continuing that trend. Were you covering sports when Callaway won the state title in 2020? I was. So, yeah, they did win that state championship when they had Demetrius Comet quarterback and led by also Charlie Ditson at running back. So that team, you know, that was a very, very talented team right there that won that state championship. All right, Antoine, I'm going to give you some LaGrange athletes trivia. I want you to tell me, in your opinion, who is the most famous professional athlete to come out of LaGrange. And I have three options I'm looking at. Just tell me if, if there's somebody that I'm not thinking about. In your mind, who comes to mind when it comes to LaGrange athletes? In my mind, the first person you have to name is Mike Cameron that played baseball. Mike Cameron is... A oh, guy I was thinking was, the same thing. I, okay. Oh, I, I had you on there, Antoine. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. And then another guy, I don't know if you remember this one, Richard, but... Wesley Woodyard, he played he played football at Kentucky. He had a long career in the NFL. He recently retired. Um, and yes. He played with the Denver Barcos. He played with the Tennessee Titans. He, that's another one that, that comes to mind also. Another two that come to mind, Walt Harris, defensive back, played for the Bears, 49ers, the Washington team, and also Tyrone Poole. He was a very famous defensive back for the Carolina Panthers. So, yeah, we've had four – athletes to come out of LaGrange in my opinion I'm trying to think if there's anybody else you nailed it Mike Cameron uh, what can you say about Mike Cameron's baseball career just an all-around athlete he played center field he was a gold glove center fielder I mean he just had playing with the Boston Red Sox he's played with the San Diego Padres hit 278 career home runs he played from the Chicago White Sox and retired as a Miami Marlin in 2011, made the all-star team in 2001, third-time gold glove winner. Uh, Yeah, when you think of a gold glover out in center field, you think of Mike Cameron, and Mike Cameron was a great center fielder. Absolutely. I mean, Mike was one of those guys who didn't always get his credit due, but night in, night out, Mike Cameron was out in the outfield making plays. I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Richard, but when baseball tonight, uh, with web gems, you could always look forward to seeing Mike Cameron on with one of those web gems. Oh, absolutely. I enjoy watching Mike Cameron out in center field. He was just such a great player. Of course, he played high school ball at LaGrange High School. 
uh, right there. The, the branch has such a rich tradition, and I love just going to a baseball game there. Of course, they won the state title in 2004. And uh, Michael Buchanan does a great job with the uh, color commentating. Of course, talked to him last year. He's the voice of the Grangers when it came to football. You also have Andrew Carraway, the voice of Callaway. Uh, Tanner Glisson, the Troop County baseball coach. He's involved with Troop County. And, of course, I'm going to have Kevin Eckleberry on the podcast next week. Uh, just great just getting to know all the media personnel in the Grange, Antoine and it's really just great getting to know you as well. Just keep doing what you're doing because you got to represent LaGrange, especially when uh, they're in a, a surge as they have been with all these teams just doing so well. Absolutely. You know, it's enough to go around for everyone. And like I say, speaking of Kevin Elkelberry, someone like that who's been doing it such a long time in this community, I just look to him and lean on him a lot because he's the elder statesman and he's definitely a guy – so knowledgeable about this community as far as the sports realm. So definitely, definitely going to look forward to hearing that interview with uh, Kelvin Eckleberry. Absolutely. Antoine, it's been great having you on the podcast. Definitely would love to have you come back when we get closer to football season. And we might even talk a little Point University football. That's in Troop County. And can't forget about them at the NAIA level. But, yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, it should, Richard. Well, like I said, once again, thank you for having me on. And like you said, Definitely look forward to coming back on the podcast. Thank you again. All right. That was Antoine Prather, the host of the Tailgate Talk podcast. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to the podcast. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at the Sports Richard H. And I'm on Facebook. You can download the Sports Beat with Richard Aldridge on my Facebook page. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet! You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. We invite you to download and subscribe. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share with your friends and family. This has been The Sports Beat with your host, Richard Holdry. Produced in Columbus, Georgia. Extra production provided by J.D. Matthews. All opinions stated herein are those of the host and do not represent the opinions of Anchor Podcasts. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.